One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, Patrick. Nice cock. They want to see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. Don't disrespect me and my mans. Make a whole lot chops on your ass. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Uh, I haven't been mentioning it a lot lately, but I just want to remind you guys, there's two ways you can get a hold of me very, very easily. And I, I respond to every single email that I get. Uh, you can email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. But don't forget, if you would like to leave me a voicemail, you can easily do that. 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Now, Please don't think, oh, well, I got to mark out the Tuttle when I call in. No, you don't have to do that. I've told you time in and time out that the haters go straight to the front of the line. That's how it's always going to be because those phone calls are more interesting. I've never understood. Like, you guys you guys know how I've talked about the media. They are, they're, they're idiots. They should be putting everybody that has an opposing view of theirs on the air because that is more entertaining than having these pundits on that are just going to be yes men and agree to every goddamn thing that the host has to say. I've told you guys this before. Rush Limbaugh, maybe one of the biggest Republican supporters you could ever think of, his ratings are always better when a Democrat is in the White House. Because guess what? It gives him something to rail and bitch and complain about. So why not? So that's why even the, vo- the hate voicemails, I'm going to put them right to the front of the line. And I'm not even going to like, don't, don't think I'm going to be like, oh, they mother F me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give out their phone number. I'm going to dox them. No, hell no. I'm not going to do that. I've played plenty of negative emails or voicemails since I got that voicemail number. So I haven't done it yet, and I'm not ever going to do it. But something I wanted to talk about, and if it sounds like I'm driving right now, it is because I'm driving. Had some meetings over in Orlando. You know, this past weekend, I, I had some meetings in Tampa with some radio people. I actually had a meeting today in Orlando with some radio people. No, it's not real radio. I, I Listen, I'm friends with everybody at Real Radio, but I think I burnt that bridge so badly that there's no chance of me ever working back there again. I think, I, if I'm just being honest, I think Linda Bird would have to leave 
You know, because I know that I burned a lot of bridges. And I love Linda Burton. But I, I just don't think I am ever going to end up back at iHeartRadio ever again while she's there. Uh, that That's my thoughts. But I, I, I could be wrong. But I, I'm friends with all of them. I talk to Russ all the time. But no, it, it's not real radio. But I had some meetings over there, so I'm driving back now. And I got to tell you, man, I mean, I, I love my time in Tampa. Tampa is a really great city. I grew to love it. At first, I really didn't care for it that much, but I really, it grew on me. And and I love Tampa. But man, there's nothing like Orlando. Orlando is where I spent some of the most important years of my life. But God damn it, man, everything has changed. Because when I first started at Real Radio, and I was an intern, one of my jobs was to go out and get lunch. Go out and get lunch for the show every single day. Now, back back when that was going on, they didn't have smartphones where you could use GPS, navigation, whatever you want to call it. You had to know where you were going. And do you realize how many times I got lost just on the little suburbs and side streets of the city beautiful? Oh, my God. I got in so much trouble a couple of times because I got lost going to get food. Oh, man. Dirty Jim was not happy at all. But now, like, with the GPS and the navigation, my <clears throat> my dad always told me. He was like, you'll never, ever get lost in Orlando if you know where a few roads are at. One being, you got to know where I-4 is at. You got to know where the 408 is at. Got to know where the 417 and the 429 are at. Now, he also said it's going to help you out if you know where 436 and 50 are. As long as you know where those streets are, it's it's not, not that hard to find your way around the city of Orlando and, and the surrounding areas. But my God, man, this place has changed so dramatically when it comes to the roadways. Where exits used to be, they're gone. And if they're not gone, they're on the complete opposite side of I-4. Now, Orlando's going to have one of the best roadways once this is all said and done. When they get done with this construction, which it seems like they have been doing. uh, The great thing is, is I have not been in Orlando while they've been doing this construction. But it always seems like, if I'm just being honest, by the time they get done with this I-4 Ultimate, they're going to be already planning for another redo and more construction on the interstate. The the place is just growing up way too fast. Hell, I usually, I would never ever have to use GPS to find my way around Orlando back in the day. But when I took took Colton to Sanford International Airport, I did. Because everything was changed. That whole 408 I-4 interchange is completely different than what I remember. And all the exits, there. Oh, that Maitland interchange. Holy crap. Because iHeart is in Maitland. And that used to be a mother effort to be able to get off of I-4. And then you'd have to wait at that light. It, it was just a big cluster of. But I was shocked on how much that changed. But what I'm saying, though, is that it, it's just weird. But I'm glad to be back in Orlando. Well, technically, I'm not in Orlando, but just to be close to Orlando. 
I almost have two home cities now, Tampa and Orlando, and I love both of them equally, but there's nothing like Orlando, if I'm being honest. So, I've always considered myself as an Anglophile. If you don't know what an Anglophile is, it is a person that loves the British culture. And I do. I like everything about it. I love soccer. I love the monarchy. I know a lot of the British people don't like the monarchy, but I I think it's kind of cool that they got a queen. I love Doctor Who. I love all of the sci-fi type shows. Luther. I love Luther. Luther is amazing. Uh, Doctor Who. Love Doctor Who. Favorite show of all time. Now, the show that I started watching, and, and I don't want people to think that I discovered something out of the blue. No, I know this show's been on a while because, once again, me being an Anglophile, I used to listen to BBC Radio 1 and Greg, Greg James. Greg James used to talk about the Great British Bake Off. Now, the newest season, they just put out on Netflix, and I'm always looking for stuff to be able to watch with my mom. And I gotta tell you, I absolutely love it. I am in love with this show. Now, when when I say it's a baking show, it, it's, a, it's a good baking show. But I know a lot of you guys are probably like, oh, well, why, why run? I'm not homosexual, and and I don't mean to stereotype or anything like that, but a lot of people would think, oh, a bacon show is for homosexuals and ladies, but no, it's actually really, really good. Uh, Matt Lucas, Matt Lucas, speaking of Doctor Who, he was Peter Capaldi's assistant in one of the later seasons there, and he's, he's brilliant. I don't know who the other guy is. I need to look it all up, but then they got this one... They got two main, like, chef slash bakers. I forget the woman's name. The older woman everybody seems to love. But they got this guy, Paul Hollywood. And that cannot be his real goddamn name. There's no way. Paul Hollywood. Are you are you being serious? It sounds like a an effing WWE wrestler or something. But he's, he's a great personality. But, oh, my God. And they make them... Uh, oh my god I, I, I'm so flushed I don't even know which way to go because when I think about this girl I get sidetracked her name is Lottie Lottie L-O-T-T-I-E I call her Lottie the hottie and she's the one that I'm pulling for well because she is hot but she's great she is a producer for a pantomime a lot of people are like what the F is a pantomime it, it's basically Broadway type plays but in in Great Britain the United Kingdom but she's making she's done pretty well she won a couple of challenges uh, but there's a, there's a lot of great characters but back to what I was saying that you know stereotyping people when it comes to homosexuals and ladies watching the show um this show does not do wonders, if you know what I mean, for the stereotypes when it comes to gay, homosexual, lesbian, transsexual type stuff. Listen, I'm, I'm all in support. I am very, very accepting. So please do not think that I'm anti-anything because I'm not. But, oh, man, 
this uh i had to be careful there i had to slam on the brakes a little bit because this semi truck just about flipped over god damn it i gotta start paying attention i probably shouldn't be recording while i'm driving but back to what i was saying is that yes they have the most stereotypical gay men on this show and i'm kind of like guys what are you doing I mean, you guys are just playing into the stereotypes, which I I don't have a problem with. But it was just an observation that I made. It's a good show. I'm already, I've already, I've only made it through the first two episodes. So we'll see how it, how it goes. Because I think they, I think they started with like 12 contestants and they get rid of one contestant per week or per per episode. So it's going to be a long haul. So we'll see how it goes. It just some of these challenges. And my mom absolutely loves it because I'll have to turn to her and say, Mom, what, what is that? What is this? Because this week on the Great British Bake Off, it was Biscuit Week. This, yeah, not, not, not the southern type biscuits you're thinking about. You know, the ones you're going to get at like a Churches or a Bojangles. No. Like biscuits, like a cookie, like what they consider a biscuit in the United Kingdom is technically a cookie. So it was biscuit week, which was really, really interesting. And then they were making macaroons and I never had macaroons, but they look really, really good. Some of this stuff, it makes me hungry as hell. And the last thing you want to do is watch the Great British Bake Off when you're high as a mother effort because you will eat the ass out of the pantry in my opinion be back in a few minutes you're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast DJ Nerd I've only been arrested one time a radio personality professionally I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in and hot talk satirizer you would think with everything that's going on a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. One nine seven eight cars for blind kids. One nine seven eight cars for blind kids. One nine seven eight cars for blind kids. Give a blind kid your car today. Do you have an elderly loved one that recently bit the dust and now you're stuck with their jalopy? Why don't you consider donating it to one eight seven eight cars for blind kids? We'll give a blind kid grandma's old car. And if you come out every second Tuesday of the month to the old Sears parking lot you can watch them drive around and bump into each other it's a great time 1879 cars for blind kids donate your car to a blind kid today 1978 cars for blind kids 1978 cars for blind kids 1978 cars for blind kids give a blind kid your car today 
Alright, welcome back, guys. So, yesterday, I went out to the Trump rally. I, I actually played some of the audio for you yesterday on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, but I didn't get a chance to play all of the audio that I got. Now, the audio I'm going to play for you, I mean, it's entertaining, but it is not as polarizing as the stuff that I played yesterday, but it's still good. And I sat there and I watched the rally last night. Oh, my God. I mean, listen. I got to give Trump credit. At least Trump is getting out there. He's not scared of any virus. He doesn't give a damn about any of his supporters. He's like, you know what? F it. If they get corona, they get corona. And he really doesn't care. And I gotta, I gotta give him credit on his moxie. The dude will do whatever he needs to do to be able to win. Now, do I believe the polls and everything that are going on right now? No. I mean, the polls back in 2016 said that he was losing, but he pulled it off. Somehow, the mother effer pulled it off. But, the, you know who I hate more than Donald Trump is Ron DeSantis. This guy is the biggest Trump mark I've ever seen in my life. Like, seriously. I swear to God, the guy, Ron DeSantis, our governor, is a ventriloquist puppet. Because Trump's hand is so far up Ron DeSantis' ass, the only thing Ron DeSantis can say is when Trump moves his hand to move the mouth, and it's, it's nothing but parrot, being a parrot and, and saying exactly what Trump has already said. So we're in a lot of trouble. We're, a lot, we're in a lot of trouble in this country as well as the state of Florida. But here is the rest of the audio from me interviewing people at the Trump rally at Sanford International Airport yesterday. Be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. How's it going today, sir? It's going well, sir. How's everything? Doing wonderful. I work for a radio station here. I also have a very popular podcast. So what are you out here? Is this a movie that you're working on? This is a feature film. It was just released on October 4th of 2020, this past Sunday. And it's about Donald Trump signs an executive order approving a vaccine that saves millions of American lives. And we're also facing a pandemic of violent career criminals that are being released from prison. And they are taking advantage of law-abiding citizens. And the Americans are, are fed up. Oh, yeah, thank that's okay. And American people are, are fed up and they're sticking together. And so I work for Donald Trump with the American people. And the day shall come when America shall rise and overthrow the criminals that uh, are violating our loved ones. Now, that's not Donald Trump there. Is that an actor? That's an actor. His name, gentleman's name is Mr. Thomas Holy crap. That is a really good, I mean, that is a really good uh, looking uh, Donald Trump there. Thank you. He went viral on YouTube. And his name is Thomas Monday, and I casted him as, and I'm the producer, director, and writer of this project. So where can people find the movie at right now? Is it streaming, available? It's streaming, it's streaming through ConnectedFilms.com. Okay, and how long, what's the runtime on the movie? It's an hour and 45 minutes and 45 seconds. Now, do you plan on after, if, if Trump ends up winning, well, you probably think he is, but do you plan on any sequel? Absolutely. The movie is set up for a trilogy, a sequel, a series. Oh, a trilogy. Okay. I mean, everybody loves trilogies. 
Absolutely. And that's why we left it open for him. Well, cool. Well, I appreciate the time. And I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Yeah, no hey, is there any way I can get an interview with you guys? You guys look like you showed up the party today. I, I just, I... I... Well, can you come yeah, with us while we walk the line? Yeah, yeah. Where are you guys from? Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers. And what are you guys uh, drinking today? Is it... Budweiser and Natural Light. American oh, beer. American beer. American beer. So... Now, have you guys been partying all the way up from Fort Myers? Well, no, I've been driving, so... Well, I mean, the other guys can party, right? No, I drove to... I drove to South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. What part of South Carolina? Um, what's it called? Orangeburg. Orangeburg. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used to be on the radio in Charleston, so... Oh, really? It's like two hours away. Yeah, so... Yeah, I know. I'll tell you what, for 15, though, that's a steal. (laughs) Yeah, it is. All right. All right, are we brokering this deal here? What are we doing? I mean, fifteen dollars. I mean, that's that's thirty bucks. Yeah, that's a free market, baby. I mean, that pays for gas. Hey, exactly. I mean, I drive a Corolla, so that could give me at least three quarters right there. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, have a good have a good day. I appreciate. Hey, God bless. Really, really long. Yes. How are you, ma'am? Where Where are you from? Huh? I'm from uh, I'm from uh, Palm Bay. But originally from Vermont, but I had to leave Vermont because Bernie Sanders was there. Yeah. So you're not the biggest Bernie Sanders fan? Oh, hell, heck no. Who's your, who is your least favorite Democrat? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. yeah, I'm not the biggest fan either. And then, uh, and then uh, Bernie Sanders and then Patrick Leahy. What about Biden? Where's Biden fall? Oh, uh, Biden. Biden should be at the top. Or Biden. You know, Biden just needs to be in the nursing home. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope uh, you guys... Have you been able to find water? People have been saying there's no water. They're not selling water out here right now. Not? No. Well, we brought some water. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Well, thank you for your time, ma'am. So what are you trying to show me here, sir? This is uh, the Grassroots Quarterly from Republican National Committee. A message from Chairwoman Rona McDaniel. Yeah. Now, what is, what is she saying? I mean, I, I'm just starting to read it. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah, but cool. I but I saw you coming down. I didn't want to miss the opportunity so, so to where, share. Where are you from? Right here, Lake Mary, oh, about, about Lake Mary. Uh, 15 minutes away. Now, did you come out here originally for the original? I got tickets, but then they canceled before I could come. Yeah. But I was planning to to oh, attend. Cool. What is what is your biggest like concern right now? What is what is the one platform topic that you're you're most concerned with? That's the most important. I would say the fairness of the election. Yeah. Right now, I'm concerned about that. Well, what about it? The mail-in voting? Yeah. Well, there's so many ways that it can be uh, can be rigged, and I think anybody that can rig anything is going to try to rig something. Yeah. And that's my main concern. Yeah. I mean, we've lived in Florida. We we saw what happened in the 2000 election. You said see how easily an election can get screwed up. So I can kind of see that now. People have been voting absentee all the time. What, what's the difference between mail-in voting and absentee ballots? Well, absentee ballots are, uh, you, you have to request it. If you want to move up, I Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not going to let you lose my place in line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the absentee ballots, which, which I do. I mean, we get that my wife had a stroke, and so it's difficult for us to go out. Yeah. But so we get the mail-in ballots, and we order them, and we give them our name, address, and then when we vote, we have our signature that has to be checked so we know that our vote gets there. Plus, we can check it online to make sure it actually arrives and actually is counted. Uh, the the, the mail-ins, where they just mail out to everybody, those are the ones that are of a concern. Well, I, I really appreciate your time, sir, explaining everything to me. Okay, very good. Thank you for asking. Have a wonderful day.
from the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. It's time for a Tuttle's Daily Podcast PSA. Hi, I'm Charlie Alema. Did you know one out of five millennials will make a mistake this year and not own up to it? That's right. 14 out of 18 millennials will make a mistake this year and not even own up to it. Even worse, only 2% will know 25 or 6 to 4. Let's help raise the average of millennial mistakes by 5% and then we'll all live in a better world. Thank you. Paid for by the Coalition of Mistake Makers and People That Make Mistakes. All right, last segment of the show. I'm almost home. Thank God. I'm waiting for this guy to get out of my way at the goddamn white trash Oak Hill Sunoco. I had to stop and pick gas so I didn't have to do it in the morning because I have some more meetings. Things are starting to materialize. Things are starting to pop off for me. Goddamn, look at all the Sandhill Cranes. They must be feeding them. Oh, man, I feel bad. What is up with the Sandhill Cranes? Like, they have... It, it's like they almost have a death wish. They they really do. Now, I'm an animal lover. I love animals more than the next person. And it made me feel bad. Like, I think... Well, I, I'm over-exaggerating, but I'm just trying to prove a point that I would have a harder time running over an animal than what I would, like, say, a homeless person. Like a homeless person, like a bum, drug addict, whatever it may be. And, you know, I'm over-exaggerating. Of course, you know, running over a human being is way worse than running over an animal. But these sandhill cranes, they do not give two Fs they will walk right in front of your car. On on busy US one, these sandhill cranes were they just got so much swagger. I don't know if it's just swagger or just being idiots, because I see their bodies littered all over US one because they just walk out right in the middle of traffic. Now, I'm gonna do everything possible that I can not to run over an animal. But I'm also not going to wreck my car, my vehicle, or or harm myself. Because I'll be damned. I will run right over it. But I did. A couple weeks, weekends ago, driving down US-1. Sandhill Crane, just walked right in the middle of the road. I did not have enough time to stop. And it was just like, did you ever see that video of Randy Johnson during spring training? where he threw that fastball and that pigeon, I think it was a pigeon, got in the path of his fastball and the damn thing just exploded 
into a ball of feathers. It just went poof. That, that's what it was like when I hit that sandhill crane that day. And I tried to do everything I could, but like I said, I'm not going to wreck my car or hurt myself because the dumbass bird wants to walk in the middle of the road. And that's the other thing. Can those birds even fly? I know they got wings. I know ostriches have wings, but goddamn, I never see those sandhill cranes flying. But they are, they, they do seem like if they were like voters, they would definitely be part of the right wing because they are always together. They mate for life. They don't get abortions because you always, I don't even know, they must be having sex so much. Sandhill cranes must be having so much kinky ass sex because they've always got a kid with them. They've always got a chick. I don't even know if you can call it a chick because they're so goddamn big. But would you consider the sandhill crane a Florida ostrich? I think you would. Sandhill cranes are, are Florida ostrich. Basically, that's what they are. But you never see them without a kid. It's always, they come in threes. And you know what? I think I did run over, I, I don't know if it was a mom or dad, but I did run over one of their parents on US-1 the last time. And I think the, uh, the kid saw it, which I feel bad about. And the sad thing is, is that I know that that young, young Sandhill crane is going to be like straight up Kill Bill style. Just going to come knocking on the door here at the Hobo Fish Camp one day and is going to murk me. Going to send me to my grave and get vengeance for me basically hit and run on one of their parents. And you, get, you know what? If he does it, I will go away honorably because I messed up. And if that young Sandhill Crane grows up to be a deadly assassin and wants to take me out, I, listen, I'm cool with that. I made a mistake. I hit your parent. I killed your parent. I didn't even stop. I just kept going. And I feel like, I, and you know what? It makes me a real dick. So guess what? Little uh, Sandhill Crane, when you grow up and you feel like you want to get some vengeance, I'm at 298 HH Birch Road, which I call the Hobo Fish Camp. All you got to do is come right in, take a left, knock on the door. If you want to take me out, I'm good with that. In the past couple of months, I've been telling you that this is the best I've ever been physically and mentally in my life. And it is the truth. But, you know, I'm, I'm not drinking. I'm off all the psychotropic meds. But, man, I, I, I finally realized. I, I've always known this. But I realized it. It was a big smack in the face last night. And I finally figured out why I don't have a lot of friends outside of work. Because all I do is second guess myself. You know, I, I go out and do a lot of interviews. I don't want you to think that I am actually scared to talk to people because I'm not. I mean, just for example, look at the Casey Anthony truck. I was out there. I asked the most ridiculous, uncomfortable questions you could ever think of. So I don't have a problem talking to people. It's just when I'm trying to make friends and I'm trying to be nice, 
I just overanalyze and I overthink everything. Here, I'll, I'll give an example of what happened to me last night. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, we, we have some new people that are living here in the park. And one of them is a, a woman, very attractive, very nice, smart businesswoman. And it's just kind of nice to be able to have somebody somewhere around my age. I, I know that I'm older than her, but it, it, it's kind of refreshing. But a couple of weekends ago, I went over and I, I made some soup. Every weekend, I try to prepare a healthy meal. So I went over and I had, I had hung out with them earlier in the day because I guess some of her friends, they knew me from the radio. And, and I had met this uh, woman. Uh, she was doing laundry. We, we hit up a conversation. She has, and I actually mentioned it, she has a paddle boarding slash kayak rental place. If you want to check it out, you can easily do that. Go to our Facebook page or just Google women making waves. Uh, it's, it's a great business. I mean, it's an amazing website, Facebook page to be able to go look at. But so I went over and, and I brought that soup. Now, it had been a week ago. And my mom, you know how Southern moms are. Hey, uh, she, she wasn't pressuring me. She was just more at the beginning. Hey, have you talked to such and such? Yeah, uh, did you get my Tupperware? And then she mentioned it that first time. And then a couple of days passed, and then it started becoming an everyday thing. Hey, did you get my Tupperware? So I went over last night. Well, here, let me back up a little bit. I did laundry last night. I went to the laundry room. I was on the golf cart. So when I got done with laundry, I had seen them out. I'd seen her out there. She had a friend over, and I brought the laundry in, and then I walked over to her trailer and she wasn't out, but her friend was. God damn, those seagulls are loud as hell. But she was not out. Her friend was. So I, I started carrying on a conversation with her friend. And this is what happens to me, man. My, you want me to be honest? I think my brain has a dual core processor in it. Because actually a triple core. You know, because I, I, can, I can carry on a conversation. I really can. I can, in my mind, holy crap. No, it's a dual core. I don't even know why I said triple. But what I'm saying is I can have a conversation with somebody and, and be able to intake everything that they're saying. But that voice, that voice in my head is always like, oh, this girl thinks you're a creep. This girl says you're talking too much. This woman thinks that... Holy crap, when is this guy ever going to stop talking and get the F out of here? That's, that's, that's what's in my mind. Why, why is that, people? I'm just, uh, if you can help me out, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Is it because it's the opposite sex? Because, uh, listen, I'm not a ladies' man at all. Most of the women that I've been with or the women that I've dated and my ex-wife, they were the ones that approached me at radio station events. So am I, am, am I just overanalyzing things? 
when it comes to just talking to somebody? Because in my mind, every woman thinks that the guy is trying to make a move on him. Well, I mean, why, why do women think that guys don't want a platonic type thing? Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a very nice woman. Very, very nice woman. Very attractive, successful, and everything like that. But I ain't going to push it. I don't go into meeting the opposite sex as I'm wanting to hook up or date. I just want to talk. I want to be friends and stuff like that. So, but why do, why do I get in my own head and, and I freak myself out? Because she did, she ended up bringing out the dish. Uh, we talked a little bit, but then that, 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 I don't mean to quote Dexter, but that dark passenger, uh, that voice in my head was like, hey, you're talking too much. Bail. Bail, bail, get out now. And it was so uncomfortable because I was like, okay, have a good night. Talk to you later. I'm around if you ever need anything. And I was like, holy crap, you look like the biggest loser in the world. But I would rather look like a loser than a creep. Sorry. I, it, that's just how I am. And, and, and the great thing is, is that, See, listen, yes, I'm a man. Yes, I am a man. I don't want you to think, oh, Tuttle, you're being a pussy. No, I'm not. But I, during this pandemic right now, it, uh, it, I'm, I'm craving personal conversations, face-to-face -face conversations with people. So if it led to something else, yeah, fine. But I don't expect that. I just want to make friends. So, but in my brain, I think that these people are like, get this creepy John Mark Carr looking mother effer off of my lot so I can get back to hanging out with my friend just because he wants his goddamn Tupperware dish that he put some shitty ass soup in. And... I know she most likely was not thinking that, but that's what's in my head. And that is why I am so effed up, people. It, it, it's kind of sad. It's like I'm in my own cell that I've created and and I just torture myself. It, it's like like I am like a BDSM type person. My inner conscience is basically just doing me right in the rear, BFing me, butt-fucking me with no lube. And it's like, I can't do anything about it. And that's, that is my inner voice just screwing with me. So once again, didn't mean to end on a sour note, but I hope you enjoyed today's show. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are being safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also... Check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. 
you want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?